It's the week of June 3rd, and this is MASHcast number 90. Cast. I'm Jarrett. I'm here with Nick Zellenkevich. Hey, how's everybody doing? And Mikey Kenny. Hey. Duh, not so depressed this week, eh, Mikey? Eh, I guess it happens. I guess depression. Man, this has been a shitty week, though. I should be fucking depressed. Let me redo that. Hey. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have said anything. You gotta keep... Jarrett, you're killing me, man. Hey, I, I, you know, usually you come in, you're like, hey, and I can say something about it, but you're all like, hey, I'm like, well, what am I supposed to say now? Curveballs. Work uh, with it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a bad host. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is Smashcast number 90, and uh, we are Holy a couple shit. days out. Yeah, a couple days out from E3 2013, so I'm excited for the Sony press conference. Um, I am curious about the Microsoft conference. I'm, I really want to know what they have to say to try to bat away all these, uh, you heard that they're not having a, an after, like they're not having a, uh, round table after with the press. They're not. Like they typically, I heard that they're not. <laughs> well, that's not a good thing. They probably don't. Considering that might be, that might be a good thing for them considering how bad they fucked up the one that they just had. Hey, well, you know Dude. what? It's they, their policies fucked it up, not you know, not the press conference, but their it policies. It was people not knowing the right things to say. <laughs> oh no, they told the truth. That's what that was called. Yeah. They, they told the truth. Well, some people told the truth, then some people told a different version of the truth, and then we got the final truth. Because remember, they we had it to where well, oh, fuck, I don't want to go over all that again. Shit, we've already <laughs> talked about it. Go watch the other match cast. It comp- it explains everything. Yeah, listen, he means. Because you use your ears. Can't watch with your eyes. Oh, that's right. We oh, sorry, you can't listen we, with your eyes. Sorry that's about right. that. We, ha- we, don't, we don't have video going yet on these things. Yeah, I keep yeah. forgetting. Hey, let's, uh, let's, let's get into it. Um, Nick, what have you been playing? Marvel Heroes. Yeah? Uh, how's that been? Um, laggy. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Um. Is that I don't know. Your connection, or is that because is that everyone's experience? I don't know. Um, I've seen. I mean, to their credit, they, they didn't have any any launch issues on on the the magnitude of SimCity or anything like that. Oh, um, that's good. But, yeah, but, <laughs> um, but they they have been a bit up and down uh, over the last week. They had the early access started last week, um, and I've been following them on Twitter, and so they've been up and down. And, and there were some login issues for for some users. I had no problem getting in. Um, you know, it's just at some points the game slows down. I'm not sure if I'm having graphics issues on my end or if it's just, 
that uh, it's just that in some spots the game's just a bit crowded or I'm just getting lag spikes. Um, and you know that and, and that that's always disappointing for an online game uh, when you're when you're having an issue like that. Um, I mean the game itself it it's you know Marvel Ultimate Alliance all over again. Um, so I mean it's 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 fun to be playing you know going up against all the same supervillains. Um, you know, in just a different order with a slightly different backstory, um, but uh, no, and, and the, the mechanics of it is 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 straight up Diablo. I mean, it, you know, you get into the Avengers Avengers Tower, and you've got Iron Fist playing the role of uh, the priest who heals you, and you've got Iron Fist as a Iron healer? Fist, yeah, as a healer as a healer. You're kidding me. Oh, they they pull, I, I, I to their credit. They pull Marvel characters from out of their butt. I mean, some of the people that they they've gotten gotten here. I mean, I'm 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 a Marvel fanboy. I'm not the biggest Marvel fanboy, but there are people showing up that I don't even know who they are. Um, the so they're. That's, I mean, my question is how they classify these people because Iron Fist is a healer. He's well, I mean, He's just the guy you sh- you show up in the tower and he's just like, hey, you feel better now. Oh, okay. I thought it's not like a healer class. Oh, okay. Well, you gotta specify, Nick. Jesus Christ! Like when Mike's you say when you say healer, I'm like, he's like the, the, pri- the, the, the who is the one priest in uh, uh, in Tristram in the old Diablo, or you you yeah. talk to? I, I get that, but I was like thinking like that that was a hero class. Like, oh, no, 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 his... no, Okay. The only the only thing I will say is, um, if you want a hero. Don't count on it dropping. Uh, the, the, you know, the, as, as much as the game's free to play, if you're not happy with one of the five free to play launch people, just buy the hero that you want. Because uh, if you're like, no, I want to play, Sp- you know, a Spider-Man, I'm going to wait till he drops. You're going to be playing a very long time uh, before really? possibly. Well, that's the tr- That's how they get you. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, and and but other than that, I mean, the game seems, you know, at the very least, I'm, you know, I mean, I'm still leveling up, so at least I'm in the story mode. Um, I'll, you know, once I get to max level, I'll be able to speak about Endgame better. Um, but for now, it's 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 Ultimate Alliance with a, with a bunch of other people. You know, the other thing too um, is, I guess people are divided on how much fun it is to play as a Marvel hero when there's like three other of you exactly that just like you together. Um, like I noticed on some of the boss fights, uh, they'll they'll randomly put some supervillains in some of the areas. So like, uh, there's one place where Rhino's there, and it takes I don't know, there had to be a good 15 people working together to take him down and of those 15 people there were like five hawkeyes like four things like two daredevils two storms i think uh like two iron men like it was it's you know it's one of those things where it, it does take a large group and it's very it's very uh spontaneous as far as how the groups form you don't have to, they don't have to be pre-made you just kind of walk into an area and you see there's a bunch of combat going on and as long as you tag the target and get in on it you'll get the rewards um but and it does make the villains feel badass insofar as if it takes 15 people to bring down the rhino um you know then that's makes the rhino seem pretty tough um but the problem is though like, yeah like like you know I'm playing as hawkeye so I'm standing back with all the other you know ranged hawkeye characters and we all look exactly the same just twanging our bow and is uh, there any like skin customization that you can afford buy they don't they don't drop till later in the game and so, oh, that sucks. Can, you can't you can't buy skins. You can buy the skins too. You can buy the skins too. Oh, okay. Uh, the problem is like the problem is like if you're playing the game from a free to play perspective, early on there's really only one of five characters you're gonna look like. Yeah. Uh, 
and so because the launch characters are what Hawkeye, um, Storm, Thing, Daredevil, and uh, Scarlet Witch. And so if oh, so, that's not a bad starting. So areas you tend to see a lot of those characters uh, because that's where all the especially now that's where all the free to people free to play people are everybody who bought the, the 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 early access and bought the characters available with that they're already at the higher levels anyway so i'm not there yet so i don't know what the true mix of uh, the free to play and the uh the free to play and the actual subscribers not all subscribers but the actual people who like pre-ordered are so but, question uh, yeah can you still – are there still the uh, – like how in Ultimate Alliance, are there still like joint special attacks? Like if two heroes do a certain thing, they'll join together and do this super duper move? I don't think so, um, but I haven't seen that. I, 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 I mean I'm still early enough. Like I don't even have the real signature attacks. Uh, like, oh. every, like every character has their one max level. Can you group up into a party of four? Uh, I believe it's a party of five. Party of five. Yep. I wonder if you get bonuses like you used to, like in those games where if you get all X Men, you got like an X Men buff. If they're all Avengers, you get an Avengers thing. You know, so thing like that. I don't think so. There's no. I, I, I have a feeling that might be the kind of thing that's coming. I know, like, I don't think there's any achievements in there yet. I know that's something oh. at, uh, at PAX that they said that they they wanted to put in at some point, um, but it's not available at launch. Right, that might be something that's coming, but uh, I mean, you can have. I know one of the things they mentioned. You could have like an all Wolverine guild, and you just roll around as a whole, whole like, gang of Wolverines. Just why the fuck would you want to do that? Because you like Wolverine, you like short Canadians. I don't know, but uh, no. So right. it's, it's if you like Diablo, if you like the Marvel heroes, um, if you you know, then you'll like this game. I mean, it's it's at the very least, it's free. So if you don't mind, you know, if you don't mind one of the starter heroes, you can go and play through your, you know, the level up experience, you get a nice little story. But uh, yeah, it's it's as I said, I, I, I we'll see if the lag settles down. I mean, it, it just launched yesterday, so presumably it might settle down over the next few days. I know they've already restarted the servers, I think twice since I last played. So we'll when see. Was the last uh, time you played? It's going forward. Hmm? When was the last time you played? Uh, about four a.m. Oh, so you mean like today they started? Yeah, started service. They restarted this morning, and then I think once this afternoon I saw. Oh, okay, so it's it's just having day one kind of issues. More or less, yeah. Which, as I said, it's not it's not Sim City level. I mean, it's I, as I said, I got into no problem, but it's not you know it, it's not it, you know it's not without its hiccups. It'll it'll get there. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I downloaded it, but I've just been. I have my own games I've been playing. I'll talk about that in a little bit. But Mikey, what have you been playing? The Usual Suspects. Um, that's not a game. I've just been playing the uh, lots of LOL, lots of Blaze Blue lately. I picked up Guilty Gear again lately just because I saw the Xrd trailer and I was like, damn it, now I want to play Guilty Gear. Um, that's about, like, I, I really haven't, oh, no, I've, Persona 4 is a constant thing I'm always playing on the side. I don't know. I was just playing the usual things. I was going to get Remember Me, but I decided to wait for a Steam sale. Like, it just doesn't look like a solid $60 buy right now. So I'm just going to wait for a Steam sale and pick it up. And that's about it. It's been a boring week, I guess, for me. Yeah, see. It's been a... <laughs> Excellent week for me. A couple things happened. First, I'm going to talk about Grid and how phenomenal <laughs> it looks. I think I talked about it last week. 
Oh, great. Here we go, Jarrett, with the grid. grid he loves, two. like, he loves he loves that grid. Grid 2, man, like, that, I mean, it, it could look better, yes. If they were to put it on, like, let's say the Frostbite engine, it could be, it could be, and wow, that would be a scarily good-looking racing game if they did that. But the way they have grid now, like, grid 2, like, the cars are so detailed. They look phenomenal. Driving through the cities is great. The cities are alive, too. Like, they, they're just not, like, tracks you race around an empty city. There's people all over the place. I mean, the, the areas are tracked off as, like, a racing event. And you see people all over the place. You actually hear people yelling and stuff, too. Like, if you get close to... And it's not just, like, from all over the place. Like, you have to be, like, close to, a, like, to one of the sides to hear them yelling stuff. So that was pretty cool. Like, in Chicago... You know, you're underneath the, like the the train, and so you see sparks coming down as you're racing through it. It just looks like a phenomenal game, and you know, you go, there's like where like there you go like so far, I've been to like Paris, Spain, Japan, um, Dubai. Which now every time I think of Dubai, I think of Spec Ops, and I get a little sad. <laughs> um, you know, Chicago, Miami is just an excellent. It is a really good game. There are some issues that I had with it because the game did only get a 4.2 in my review. Uh, one being, like, on the harder difficulty level, it's not just harder because they drive more efficiently, because they do. They do they, The AI drives more efficiently, so therefore it's harder. But also, one, they get way more aggressive. Like, you know, usually it's the player that has that you have to worry about, you know, smashing up the car. Like, no, I could drive the car clean, and I have the AI smashing into me. So that's a problem. Uh, also, they have like magic gas or something. Cause like when I'm ch- <laughs> when I'm chasing down first place, magic gas. Yeah, magic magically he would just pull away from me. I've known people who have had. Are that. you? Are you? Is it, does it have like Mario Kart syndrome? Like when they just pull away from you. Well, like no, like the minute you start, like when you're losing, it's like, oh, we'll go easy on you. <laughs> oh, you're starting to win now. We're gonna double our fucking efforts. Have all the heat seekers no 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 it doesn't really work like that but it's like me and an opposing car could be on a straightaway and statistically speaking in the game and in real life my car is better than his and we're boom full throttle going down and he's pulling away from me like actually one time (laughs) there was a car drifting and as he was drifting he's pulling away from me like that's impossible (laughs) (laughs) like that's not possible so like it's not my, magic gas; it just defies physics. Yeah, like it, it's yeah. So yeah, it's um. They'll, they'll, AI is so great. Yeah, like they'll, they'll do that sometimes. So basically, like when that happens, uh, I wind up trying to find a place where I can catch up with the AI and like kind of cut them off. And like once I get in front of them, they don't do it anymore. That's the thing. I pull away from them. <laughs> but, yeah, but that's so the it's, it's almost like the reverse of ro- it's like magnet AI, not rubber banding. <laughs> Dude, it's just, uh, yeah. There is no catch-up AI, I'll tell you that much. Like, once you pass somebody, you're past them. Unless oh, you start really? Messing There's up. no yeah. chance of them to come back? Well, no, they you can, you can they can come back if you mess up, but if, if you're playing on the harder difficulty levels, I would imagine that you are not messing up at that point. That's true. But there's a lot of fun modes you can play. You know, you have your regular races, you have your point-to-points. You have these things called promo events, where it does stuff like, you, you have this thing called, uh, actually, I can't remember what the event is called. But basically, the the uh, the point of it is that you have to pass other vehicles. Every time you pass a vehicle, 
you get a, you get a certain amount of points, and then those points multiply. So you start with one hundred, then the next VOQ passes two hundred, next VOQ passes three hundred, and they compound. Um, and basically, you have to keep passing vehicles on timely fashion because the timer. If you don't pass any vehicles, the timer goes down, and you start losing not losing points, but your multiplier goes down, and mm-hmm. the cars are moving. So it's a little unpredictable. It's just a lot of fun to play, and I had a great time playing Grid. And I was surprised because I bought it for PC. I bought it for PC because I knew it was going to look better. I did not expect to to like it as much as I did on PC. I, I usually never play games that require a controller on PC and because I just figured it wouldn't be very comfortable. But I'm so used to it now. That's why I bought Remember Me on PC. Which is the next game I want to talk about, and before I get started, I want to I want to I want to talk about game trailers for a second, trailers and advertisements in general. This is why I don't watch game trailers anymore. I don't pay attention to advertisements. I don't read reviews of other games. I don't read previews of other games, be- especially games that I might be picking up. And it's because then I have no expectations, and I I either like the game or I don't like the game on my own. When you have high expectations of a game and it doesn't meet those expectations, a lot of people are like, oh, this game sucks. I don't think Remember Me sucks. Uh, so many people that have talked to me like, oh, no, Remember Me sucks. I don't like the game. It sucks. It, it was all hype. And I'm just like, not for me. I mean, it's not a great game. There's ton, not tons of stuff that's wrong with it, but just there's a lot of missed opportunity there. Like, I'm four hours into the game right now, and I only have three sets of combos that I can do. You know, after that's that's like it's that's kind of weak, you know. But it's not a game killer for me. The um the platforming isn't really that difficult. It's just uh, it seems like a time consuming thing, but it doesn't suck. It's just mediocre. You know, it's not bad. Uh, but that's well, that. Go ahead. As you say, is that sort of a a statement though on on hype for the game, or is that just sort of a I think the community is a bit polarizing. It's uh, either you're you're for something or you're against it. There's just it's almost like there's no room for middle ground nowadays. That's true. Maybe, so yeah. it's it's like nobody's going to say no, you know, it's like there's no interest in coming out and saying like yeah, it's average like no, either it's terrible or it's the greatest thing ever and there's no in between. But I think that the part of the problem is that um Part of the problem is that people had their expect their expectations were so high for the game. Like I had, I, I talked to this girl who was so excited for the game, um, and you know, because I know I do know one of the things they talked about is this this feature where you can change people's memories. Yeah, you know, it's supposed to be like a major feature. I've been playing for four hours. I've done it twice. I only heard there's like four or five of them in the entire game. Really? Like I, there's like yeah. I've, I've I've done it twice, and it's something that you would think they want to do more because it's actually really cool when you do it. Yeah, to do it is actually very cool, and it was only done twice. Actually, the game didn't like in certain, even in terms of combat, it didn't start getting good until I don't know what three hours into the game, three three and a half, almost as bad as Assassin's Creed Three. You know, it really didn't get good until then because before then, all the enemies are pretty much the same. Like, I mean, you have the uh, oh god, what are they called? The little the mutated guys and that that live you know under in the slums and yeah they have they're like, like crack, uh, crack addicts to memories or whatever like that right yeah stuff like that and then like you have the uh, the police and you fight them the same way 
there is no like there really is no difference with him. I mean the guys like the the, the mutated guys they do have this cool thing where uh, some of them can disappear if there's no lights. So some fights you have to hit the lights fight and then like when the light goes out you have to make sure you hit it again. You know. So that was kind of cool. But before other than that you, your fights are all the same. But then like once you, you get to a certain point uh, I don't want to spoil for anybody. You get to a certain point and then like all at the same time you start getting all these different types of enemies to fight. Like now some of the police have shields. Now some of them are robots. Now some of the robots fly. Now some of the robots have shields. Like, you know, all these different things that affect combat, you know, happen. And then you also, like, I get, like, I think at least, like, I think I got two additional powers. Yeah, like, two powers, like, in one area, like, in one episode. So it's kind of like you're waiting for all this stuff to happen, and then, you know, now now it seems kind of cool, and that's where I, I kind of left off after beating that specific level. Well, I heard the combo press timing was really strict. No, no, I can't. I don't agree because they they say. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm just doing it perfect all the time. Like, I, <laughs> I don't know. I like, maybe, like I heard there's like problems finishing a combo string because you get interrupted a lot because you have to dodge. If you like every two seconds, they 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 tell you how to avoid that. So if the whoever whoever told you that, tell them. I said they can't read because okay. they tell you how to avoid that. The way you avoid that, because you you can see you see the exclamation point, which right. I, you know, what I, one thing I don't like about that using exclamation points and like like visual cues of that nature to show that somebody's getting ready to hit you, it kind of pulls me out of it. What they should do is force you to watch the enemy's action. Mm. You know, oh, this guy's cocking his fist back. What's he gonna do with that? You know, so basically to get back to what I was saying. Um, when you have an enemy that's getting ready to hit you, so I can so see that people will probably just hit the dodge key and uh-huh. dodge in any direction because that's the easy thing to do. But if you actually want to finish a combo, you have to dodge over the person that you're fighting. So, like, if you're doing a combo with somebody, you dodge over them and then continue your combo. Oh, so you can continue a combo after a dodge? After a dodge, but you have to do- you have to dodge over the person that you're attacking. Okay. If you dodge away from that person, the combo goes away. Okay. And, on, and on top of that, you have to remember the button that you were supposed to press specifically. That's the strict part. Like, I've lost some combos because of that. Because I'm like, was I supposed to hit Y or X? I was say, are there only? I heard you. There's only two buttons you have to like, but you can assign different attributes to those button combos. Not attributes, actual moves. Oh, okay. You can assign moves to, like, yeah, like, basically the way the game works is, like, you have... Because right now, like I said, I only have three combo strings. But you have these different types of moves. Like, you have power moves, you have healing moves, you have cooldown moves, you have link moves. Right. Um. So, like, the first two you get are combo and pa- or combo, or sorry, power and healing. So the healing mm-hmm. was every time you do one of those moves, you heal a little bit. Uh, power is self-explanatory. And basically, there's, like, X's and Y's inside of those. And when you hover over each one, when you when you hover over each one, it, um, it, it, te- it, te- it doesn't tell you anything. It actually just shows you what the move is. And so, based on the move, you can select if you want to put it into that combo. And based on the attribute of that move, you can put it into the combo. 
And okay. the, the later you put a move into the combo, the more powerful it is. So if you put, like, you know, a heal at the end of a combo, you'll heal for a lot more. Right. I heard, like, at the once you eventually, there's these, what, eventually in the game, what I saw is there are these special moves, like planting a bomb on somebody or something like that. And those seem to be the most effective ways is, is putting those at the end of the combo. Because I think, do, like, those just, aren't part of combos. They're those, not. They're part of Ender Combat. Like no, you have you have to. They're actually special moves that have cooldowns, so you have to select them. Like when you have to hold up for me, I'm using an Xbox controller, so hold down the left trigger. The game slows down, and it'll let me select one of those moves and select who I want to do it to. Like at the end of a combo or during, like at Any, just, it doesn't matter. Yeah, Any time. Yeah, because like mm-hmm. yeah, that's one move. Another move is you get this thing called Fury, where you can just bounce back and forth between enemies really fast. Uh, rage technique. Yeah, pretty much. You get one where you shut down everybody's basically you shut down their brains. And so they oh. stand it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a you do that. Um and you have oh, what was the other one? There was another one. Yeah, oh, you have one where you could uh hijack uh an enemy robot and make him fight for you. So that's yeah. That that stuff is pretty cool. But like the combo system like even though you can switch moves in and out, you know, the the combos are the same. So it gets a little repetitive. Like, I'm like, okay, fine. I need to do this combo because I need to out- overpower this guy. I need to do this combo because I'm low on health. I need to do this combo because I need to, uh, you know, eat down the cooldown. You know. And actually, a good thing is, you can actually switch out those uh, those attributes during a fight. Like during the the last boss fight I did, I had to switch almost all of my attributes to cooldown because to beat this lady, I had to I had to use one of my specials over and over again. Like she she du- she duplicates herself, and so she'll have like you know she'll come down and there'll be like seventeen like seven of her let's say, and if you hit the wrong one, you'll uh, you'll lose health. So you do that one move, it shuts down, and then you can actually see her. So. And boss fights can actually go on perpetually if you if you're bad at the game, because most of the boss fights end in QTE sequences. Oh. And, and if you fuck the QTEs up, you'll find yourself still fighting the boss with more health than you left than you left them with. So don't suck and get those QTEs down. So, but I mean, like I said, it's not a bad game. I'm enjoying myself. Um. The voice acting is ad. The only two people who have decent voice acting are the main character. Yeah, the main character. The guy that talks to the main character all the time. Edge. And, uh, yeah, Edge. And the last boss I just fought. She had, she, but she was kind of important, so she had a, a good voice actor. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, I think the game's all right. It's not a bad game. Do Am I mad that I spent 50 bucks on it? No, I'm not. So that should tell you something. I'd give it, like, I don't know. You spend money on games that you never even play, though. Yeah, but I, I'll judge those games when I actually play them. That's the difference. <laughs> so no. Like, I am so mad. I spent $50 on this game that I didn't play for six months. Did, did, you, did you get any, any TF2 hats with Remember Me? No, I no. should have. What, what, that's a credit to, to Remember Me, no. though, that you're not. No cards. Not, did you get any cards? Uh, no, no cards. Yeah, no no bonuses for that. Yeah, but like I said, it's not a bad game. And I really wish people would... Well, my, I, I, it kind of it really doesn't matter to me um, too much because, like I said, I wasn't looking for the game anyway. I'd hopefully... 
what I don't want this to do is I don't want it to have such a bad reception that Com, uh, that Capcom is like, ah, fuck it, we're done with it, you know, because they could, they, they could fix, they could easily fix this stuff, yeah, in a second one. They could make it so much better. They could take, they could take what they've learned from this and then move into making an incredible game. I mean, look at Infamous. Well, in Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed One was awful, in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Assassin's Creed One would exactly is that is a perfect example. I'm going to use that in the editorial that I'm going to write about this. <laughs> Great job. Um, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna copyright that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that is a perfect example because Assassin's Creed One, like I only got halfway through that game. Halfway through that game, I was like, eh, oh, you know, I'll put it down, and I never picked it back up until I wanted to play Assassin's Creed Two. And then when I want, and then when I played Assassin's Creed, you know, and then when I wanted to play Assassin's Creed Two, I finished Assassin's Creed One because I needed to, and then I played Assassin's Creed Two. And this is kind of the same thing, like. Assassin's Creed 1 would have got like a 7 or a 7.5 in my book, and it's the same thing with Remember Me. I mean, the game looks excellent. Um, the soundtrack is kind of cool. Uh, you know, the fighting isn't... It's not bad, it just gets a little dull. Like, the, the system isn't broken, you know? Like, as long as you Amateur, pay attention. I don't need another game to play. I was trying to come up with a good reason to wait for a Steam sale on this. Well, no, and now you're making me want to play it. <laughs> well, no, wait for a Steam sale. I, I would say actually, most games, well, not most games, but there are a lot of games where I say, no, just get it, like um, you know, Bioshock Infinite. But, well, yeah, um, that's a, that's a, duh. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, wait for a Steam sale. It's not like, you know, I can, I, I'm not upset that I paid $50. I could have paid less for it and been okay with that too, <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, it's not it's not that bad of a game. Just you know, it's all right. It's it's all right, and it's it's. I I don't want Capcom to come away from this like, well, see, we tried to introduce a new IP, and that's not what they want. So with that's a female heroine. Yeah, we don't want a female. They don't want a female heroine. Look, even though this chick is boring, like as a person, really, I really don't. Yeah, if she but dies at the end, if she dies at the end of the game, I won't care. It, like is the vo- but even if the voice actor- actress is good, like she's still boring. Yeah, I like her. Like, yeah, her character in general is kind of just like, meh. You know. Well, I think that's because she's suffering like fucking amnesia, the most typical video game bullshit you could give somebody. But since the game is about memories, I guess it makes sense. But still, right? Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. It, it, it total, totally makes sense. Um, you know, from what I've seen. You know, she does get some of her memories back, and the memory that I saw, it seems like, you know, she did something to somebody, and it seems like she kind of regretted it. I would have been, I thought it would have been awesome if she was like this, this total badass before that did anything that she wanted for the cause, and now right. this is her story of her, you know, coming back to that and realizing this may not be the yeah. best course of action. I'm a different I bet person. she wiped her own memory. Uh, that's not, it doesn't look bad to me. <laughs> I bet I bet you anything. Like twist ending, she wiped her own memory. Hmm. Maybe Turns out she is Revan. She's <laughs> yeah. So I, I, you know the the game isn't that long. We'll get to the end. But you know what? It's 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 all right game. It's not too bad. I I think uh, I, hopefully Capcom will. I, I again I haven't gotten to the end of it. I'm four hours into it, which I I think I'm probably about well, halfway through it. Yeah, know, I am. You know, if they can keep funding Lost Planet, I think they can give us another shot at Remember Me. That's a good. That's a good point because you know what, dude, Lost Planet. Who is paying for that? Japan. Who, Japan's who is gotta, buying Japan, Lost Planet. I think J- Japanese people like Lost Planet. Like that's the only. I don't know. Like I, I don't like Lost Planet at for all. Them to that put, shit's hard. It's just, 
for them Ridiculous. to put a Lost Planet in Japan and America, somebody here's got to be buying it. Who are you, person? <laughs> because I played the first Lost Planet for 30 minutes, and I'm like, I am done with this shitty game. And then when they made Lost Planet 2, I'm like, this, did somebody have like a time machine? You know, and come back to destroy the game industry? Like, like what, is, <laughs> what is going on? You're absolutely right, Mikey. That gives me faith. If they could make another Lost Planet, they could give her a And they're making three, shot. aren't they? Yeah, are they, they are. still working on three? I have a poster for it. Oh my god, why do you have a poster? Cool. The poster that? looks cool. I was like, that looks cool. Lost Planet 3? Eh, I'll take it anyway. I gave it the Boris Shubinsky of Gaming Ogre, so it's his problem now. <laughs> oh, I'm glad that's at a good home, I guess. <laughs> Actually, it's still at his desk at work. Oh. Yeah, so. as good a home as any. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. I, I think Remember Me is not as bad as people are making it out to be, so. Hopefully, hopefully Capcom comes out with this, makes a second part that you know, blows our, our, our knocks our socks off. And then it would be nice if they could get with the people that do. I don't know why they don't bring in some people who worked on Devil May Cry. Like, yeah, make them do have them come do like a combo system like Devil May Cry, but keep the uh, certain hits do certain attribute thing or whatever to customize what the combos do. That would have been amazing. I mean, there are no weapons in Remember Me, but I mean, even if they did add weapons, it's probably not that bad of an idea. Well, yeah, but still, take like the Devil May Cry uh, combo kind of fast and furious action that was in there and just kind of like mix that with combo customization of Remember Me, and I think you got something. That is true. Which is, which is what I was hoping for, but apparently was, that's not exactly what we're getting. Yeah. I will say in the beginning, the fights do come slow. Like, that was one of my complaints in the beginning. Like, okay, I'll fight this group. Wait, wait, wait. Fight another group. Wait, wait, wait. You know, but now, like now, I was I'm at a part now where it's like it, it was like fight after fight after fight. It was pretty cool. So, but now we've talked. That, I think that's the longest "What have you played?" we've ever well, done. It's because I was interested. I wanted to see what actually you thought of. Remember me to see whether I was going to go buy it or not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's not probably. Like, Nick also talked about a game for more than two seconds. So that's very true. But you only talked uh, about one game that whole time. Also, I talked about two. I talked about Grid. Oh, that's right. You did talk about Grid. I forgot. Boom. Yeah, there you go. I I only remembered Remember Me. (laughs) Yeah, like it's... And I'm tired of all these memory puns and remembering puns. Everyone stop it. Just stop it. Yeah, I've spent seeing the titles. I'm just like... Well, well, let's trade that and talk about another game. Did you play The Swapper? Yes, I did play The Swapper. How was that? It is, um... It's good. The puzzles... I mean, I'm like, well, I don't know, two hours into it. The puzzles aren't that difficult and i'm like i have to be five or six orbs ahead of where i need to be you know like i I thought the orbs were gonna come like it was gonna be like a very needy thing but like if you hit every single room before going to another area you'll have so many orbs it's not even funny yeah but the puzzles really aren't all that aren't as difficult as i thought they would be like i haven't really had one head scratcher yet um, the game is just so creepy, though, dude. It is so creepy. Like, I was playing it, it was like 12.30, and it was so silent. I started to feel like, ugh. <laughs> like, that's the thing, like, not even the noise, like, it was like not even a spaceship noise was happening. You know, no engines rumbling or anything like that. It was just very weird. I'm just waiting for some some shit to, like, hop out at me. And I, and I met the other person that's, that is on the ship. 
So, and it's a she. So, good times. But yeah, it's it's a good game. I, <laughs> you met her. It's a she. Good times. <laughs> Why well, do no. I feel like this is gonna be like a species game now? Oh uh, no! It's, 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 it's called the Swapper because you're swapping spit. Uh-huh. And Nick's drinking a beer. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I did. Yeah, apparently she's the one. I think she's the one that actually kicks you off of the ship in the in the beginning. Women. Yeah. What so, a bitch. Yeah, it's it's funny, and you're learning more about the rocks. Like they they explain why the rocks talk. The so rocks do talk. talk. They do talk. I forgot about that. Yeah, they do. They talk, but they don't like actually talk. Talk like when you walk past them. Like words come on the screen that you can see. So, yeah, I totally forgot about the swapper. Thank you, Nick. Yeah, uh, but that's enough of what we've been playing. Um, let's get into some topics. Which what do we have time for? Because you know what, we're gonna keep this around an hour. goddammit. it. <laughs> All right, that's quick topic. Let's go. Rapid fire. It's like EA sucks. EA, Microsoft sucks. Sony's cool. <laughs> you know. All right, match cast done. We're yeah. good. Cover topics. Yeah. Have a good day, folks. Thanks. <laughs> um. Yeah, but seriously, that we actually have topics. <laughs> the first topic we're gonna talk about is something that is uh bad for EA, or maybe they don't care. Who knows? Uh, but basically, and this is something I didn't know what was happening. But uh, EA, well, Battlefield 1943 has been down for almost a month. Uh, from May 10th. Uh, users or players of Battlefield 3 on both Xbox Live and PSN were getting network error, login failed when they tried to get onto the servers, and then that was it. And then uh, EA wasn't, well, I'm not going to say they weren't working on it, but I think game, like, game politics started investigating it, uh, and they reached out to EA, and then magically... They, they said, just, you know, they get an email saying, just moments ago, our software engineers were able to get this sorted, and you should not experience the issue anymore. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. They didn't get that reply. They wrote that in a, in a forum thread. But, huh. like, a, a month without any type of, like, official notification that the servers were down, no explanation, nothing. And are, how are they going to compensate these players? How? You're not. I mean, you're exactly, they're not. Like, they, go ahead, go ahead. Well, as you say, what compensation are the players entitled to? I mean, they bought the game ostensibly four years ago. I mean, they've been supporting it for, what's that, roughly 48 months? So they, okay, so 47 out of 48 months, give or take. I mean, is there, is there any, you know, is there any real level of compensation that's required to be given out at this point? Well, I mean, from a legal standpoint, uh, Mikey is 100% correct. They don't have to do shit. They don't have to do anything. Yeah, I mean, they don't have to. You have you sign the EULA. Fuck it. Yeah, like, first of all, you have... Well, first of all, you can't take them to court simply because that's in the, in the EULA. But also, most EULAs for multiplayer games state that at any given time... They can shut they, the servers they can, down. They can shut the servers down. Uh, and you can't do anything about it. Yeah. So, you know, there's nothing to do. But from, like, you know, a customer service standpoint, like, community perspective, like, you, they need to do something... So that, you know, people don't, well, <laughs> people have already lost faith in them. Well, they need to do something for the fact that, pe- you know, it it make them look worse and affect future purchases. It, it will, but I think how large is the, the Battlefield 1943 community that was affected by this? I mean, it's, I it's clearly not large enough. One. It's not large enough that th- this thing was down for a month and this is the first we're talking about it. 
Uh, I have to agree with Nick on that one. Like this yeah. kind of like a, a, it's a month of not bitching about it, and then all of a sudden we're bitching about it. It's kind of like, do we have a right to bitch about it because we haven't really brought it to them for like a whole month of it being down? Yeah, we're we're late to the party on this one. I mean, because uh, uh, what the the, the the outage started what May fifth, I believe. Oh, May tenth. No, no, on May tenth, the thread went up saying that uh... they'd already been down for five days. Oh, okay. So, so May fifth. So, so we're, uh, today's what June fifth. So it's literally it a, month a month from today. So, um, yeah. So, so th- I mean, we're we're a bit late on this. And to EA's credit, I mean, as far as we know, they fixed the issue as fast as they could. So, I mean, well, at least until when as, we noticed. Well, as far as, <laughs> I mean, for all we know, it may have just taken them a month to find a cord long enough to reach the the outlet. <laughs> But, that UPS delivery guy, man, would not deliver that damn cord. <laughs> right? They're not uh, Amazon Prime members, so it took them. Yeah, you know. <laughs> no, but uh, no, I mean, and the other thing is EA, especially lately, I felt they've been notoriously quick to cut the cord on their online support. I mean, what, Madden 2011, which is, what, two years older than Battlefield 1943, that got killed in January. So the fact that they're still supporting this i think that's a, that's actually impressive i, I madden's just, different yeah. because madden there's a new buy, version every year yeah and people who buy like who actually is playing madden 2011 and there's a difference between battlefield 1943 and the current battlefields maybe if madden like, 2011 was allowed to stick around a nice community would build around it like battlefield no they would totally move on to the next one you're don't even try to argue that don't even try <laughs> scolded by mikey i don't even play <laughs> sports games and like they flock to the next one where it's yeah, over. They do. the they only do. time like, the you thing. see someone pick up an old sports game is if they are dirt ass broke and that's all they can afford yeah and it's and used it, and, and i'll let them have it because they are dirt ass broke yeah seriously <laughs> we used to sell like madden three year old editions for like 99 cents because like no one's buying that shit they're buying the new one if they can afford it. Exactly. But isn't it sort of a catch-22, though? No one's buying that shit, so they don't support it. But no, they're not supporting it, so why would anyone buy that shit? But there are people... St- I still know people that play 1940... Call Battlefield... 19, which one is it? 1940-something? 1942. 42? 42, yeah, I, yeah. 42 is the one that came out for PC years ago. Like, you know, but, like early 2000s. Yeah, but, like, you're trying to compare, like... I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, like, that's the thing, like, I don't know, for consoles, for, I think consoles are different, and it's a bad, I think it's a bad, uh, bad precedent, or, or, or that's, it's a, it's expected that your console game right now is not going to be supported for very long periods of time on multiplayer, on. like, for yeah. multiplayer, it's expected, and that is because console players typically will go from one game to another. The only game I really see people play like on a regular basis all the time is like Call of Duty. And they jump to the next version every year. And they jump to the next version the next year. Uh, but for most console games, like most people will jump from multiplayer to multiplayer and that's it. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's a bad precedent because for PC, oh my god, if, if, if Counter-Strike source servers, if they said, if Valve said they're no longer supported... <laughs> The Valve building will be burning <laughs> right now. Like that shit would be, it would be unbelievable. Yeah, they would have you can't like kill store servers. Oh yeah, they they attach you know they tie Gabe to a wooden stake. 
Like, it's, it's, yeah. Dude, it'll be bad. It'll be bad. So that's like, like with PC game, like the way PC works, dude. If, like you're expecting, like, you expect for games to just last for a very, very long periods of time. At least like 10 years. um, ten like, or fifteen years. You know, Bad Company two servers still up and running. When that game come out, two thousand and eight. Um, Counter Strike one point six servers still up and running. Yeah, you know, I would not update to it because they don't want it to go any further than one point six. Well, yeah, that's just, that's it. The one point six they. Counter-Strike was fine with 1.6. There was no need to touch it after that. <laughs> there was no need to touch it. Source is updated Counter-Strike, but it's actually kind of different. And so is CSGO. CSGO has its its differences that would that could basically those three games can support three different communities of gamers. Um but yeah, like if this was PC, like, oh my god, and this is why PC gamers always advocate dedicated servers, and people kind of like, oh, we don't really need dedicated servers. Like, no, you do need dedicated servers. Because you're going to stop ser- – you're eventually you're eventually going to stop supporting it. Yeah, because when the company wants to stop supporting the servers, you know, people who still play it would still maybe want to play dedicated. You know, they, yep. they still want to play it, and then they can have dedicated servers, you know. Yep. That's the big deal about dedicated servers, and unfortunately for console – uh, it just doesn't work that way. Except, like, what console game tried that? Like, it was like Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront, I think, for console. Tried- like, you could have a dedicated server. Like, for PS3, for PS2, you could have a dedicated server that ran on a PC and people connected to it. Huh. And Counter Strike for Xbox, you could your Xbox could turn into a dedicated server. I remember, because as a member of the community, I would put Counter Strike in my Xbox overnight and let it run as a dedicated server. I was a nice person. You were. Yeah, I was. You know, I kept my Xbox on. I'll leave the light on, guys. Because <laughs> when, 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 when it was set up for dedicated, you couldn't play the game. So I was a nice person, thank you. But anyway, yeah, like I don't, I, it's, I don't like the fact that the game was down for a month. And EA, legally, they're not obligated to do this. Like, the way you're talking about it, you know, you two... I'm like, well, you know, they really, they did a good job keeping it under wraps. Ha ha. No, that's not cool. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying saying at all. I'm saying they didn't really even have to fucking fix it after a month. They said fuck it. Exactly. We're officially announcing we're not supporting it. Done. (laughs) No, at least they were like, fine, we'll fucking fix it because y'all are actually bitching about it. I'm not going to give them the at least. They owed it to those people who spent the money on the game. They don't shit. Those people got They do owe bucks. them. They owe them service. They <laughs> they owe them that's service. What they choose they to do it. Unfortunately, when they signed over that fucking when they signed that EULA, you they EA is literally saying, "I don't owe you shit at this point. Everything I give you from here on out is just because I feel like it." So you're saying and they the, deserved it just because they bought an EA game. <laughs> I'm saying if they want to keep getting, I'm not. They don't necessarily. I'm saying legally they don't have to. If they want to have people come back and buy EA games, yeah, they should fucking give service. It's duh. You're absolutely right. Legally, they do not have to. However, to, you know, to their patrons, they owe it. That's how, like this. This is how that's bad business if you oh, don't yeah. have a good relationship with your buyers. No, I yeah. agree. But I'm just saying they, the don't they, they honestly could have just said fuck it. We're not supporting it. You, they could have, but I'm not going to give them the at least they did. I'm not no, going to say that because we are talking about the company that what the two years running the worst customer service in America, right? No, yeah, the, the you would, you would, progress. You would think they'd be. You yeah. would think that they'd want to 
you know, like, you, you know, they would have felt that. that way after the first year they got that. <laughs> uh, Instead, look, they were like, no, considering let's, all let's the shit that EA has been doing, I'm seeing this as like a little like like a little blip that says, OK, at least they did something fucking right for once. No, I'm not even going to be at least I'm not going to I'm not going to. All do right. It. All right. You, you don't have to. Thumbs down. Nope. EA. I, I thought it was handled poorly. Poorly. Because a neutral, could... I give it a neutral thumb. Cause at least they <laughs> fixed their shit, but it, they shouldn't have let, had it down for a whole fucking month. They should have either said they should have either said before the whole month thing happened. They re- should have either said once they found out about it, we're either not supporting it or immediately fixing it. That's what should have fucking happened. Mm. No, <laughs> they 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 if there if there was a problem, they should have at least communicated with the community like Eve did. Eve goes down. They immediately tell the community X Y Z is happening. Thank what, you. Thank you how for many, telling me what's how, wrong. How, how many? How many? What's? Is there only one company that controls Eve? Or CCP. Yeah. Is that, is that the only game they make outside of Dust Five One Four? Yeah. Okay. So they have other stuff in development, but so one company, two games. How many servers does EA have to manage? No, but th- there's an even bigger difference, and that's you. There's a fifteen dollar fee to play Eve monthly. Like yeah, players I, in 1943, once you buy the game, you're done. 1943, there's yeah. no, there's no but, ongoing fee from this. They easily could say the game's four years old and we're sunsetting it, and no. I mean, but if they're gonna do that, then say that. And the thing yeah, is, like, they have to give no, they have to give advance warning. Yeah, and and in all honesty, I w- I was surprised this was a story, if only because I did not expect that Battlefield 1943 was still active. I honestly thought EA had already killed that. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah, they say, I don't. You guys are you surprising me here? This is I our disappointment. Uh, like, well, at least they, at least the games don't work. Like, no, I think it's because no they've been so shitty lately with everything that, like, it's like, huh? They didn't completely fuck up. I mean, they fucked up, but at least they're <laughs> fixing it. Versus, like, they fuck up and not fix it. Which it, they've could, done it, could, it could definitely times. be worse. It could be worse, but you know, it's, it's really a testament to this is how low EA has set the bar that they can take a month to fix something, and we're like, good job. Well, <laughs> did, have we finally forgiven Sony? Oh, I think so. Well, for PSN, the, they yeah. yeah, well, yeah, that's because they they made it up, and they like not only did they make it up by giving you free stuff. PlayStation Plus is awesome. <laughs> so that's that. <laughs> they have they. Yeah, yeah, Sony has showed that they are definitely for the gamer, for the consumer. They have showed that EA is not. No, because EA hasn't done that in years. They haven't done that in years. People want to buy their games, they refuse to put them on Steam. Sorry. Does that mean that we should see EA make a console then? Like, maybe if EA actually had, like, a reason to encourage people to put their hardware in their house, that they might be a little more friendly towards people? Probably not. They're probably just talking to Microsoft like, yeah, do that. No use They'll games. Be like, hey, we have an origin app for your Xbox One. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right. Let's um actually let's move on to the next topic. I want to hit it real quick because I think it should be a pretty short topic about the pricing of the PS4 and Cheap. the Xbox One. Expensive. So Michael Pactor and friends uh, apparently are there. They they predict the pricing for the Xbox One is going to be four hundred. And the pricing for the PS4 is going to be three fifty, and I think that's ridiculous. No, um, yeah, that's well, it's going to be three forty nine ninety nine and three ninety nine ninety nine. He's wrong. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Nick. <laughs> yeah, so four like four hundred and three fifty, you know. But still, that's 
that is way that's too low. Like the Wii U is three fifty. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? I mean, I, yeah. I I think he thinks that tablet costs a little more than what he's thinking. I don't know. Yeah, it, I, I don't even know. Like he he he. They say that they think the bill like the bill of materials for the PS4 is gonna be two seventy five. Not with that eight core processor. As as uh, with the clock speed it has, as powerful as that eight core processor is, and a Blu-ray player. Nah. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking at a four hundred dollar price tag though. Yeah, around I, th- there. I think four hundred bucks for PS for PS4, and the I'm thinking for the Xbox One five hundred, uh, maybe even more because the thing the actually it, it it really looks like they're going to be subsidizing the Xbox One with like some type of subscription service. They would love to do that. They would love to do that. Well, they, were, they, well, they already... tried that before they rented out Xboxes, X360s for a while. Didn't well, yeah. They? Well, at Best Buy, they were selling like the like ninety nine dollar, yeah, like ninety nine dollar Xboxes if you subscribe to Xbox Live for two years. Yeah. That was that was the deal, and yeah, that. So, do you think they could pull that off though? If they're like, okay, it's. Let's, let's say 350. I'll give them even the 350 price point with a two-year Xbox Live subscription, or 450 otherwise, or even no. maybe 500. Do you think they could pull I, that off that way? If they okay, here's the deal. If they want to have a jump on Sony, because the bad press is really getting to them, they would need the subscription service to bring them below. Uh, to bring them below. What Sony's charging? Because I think it's the basically the subscription model plus the subsidized Xbox is going to be typically going to be more than what you're paying if you so just bought it outright. That's typically the way it works. Yeah, yeah. but the, but but the, I think the other thing to consider though is I think there's a lot of people who are going to buy an Xbox One at launch who are already they're already assuming the cost of Xbox Live anyway. So at that point, if you're going to offer them the the subscription. At that point, they're like, well, I was going to pay for that anyway, so now you're just giving me a reduced price on the Xbox. Hells yeah, I'll take that. Right, yeah, so, there are going to be a lot of people that do that. But there's also so, a lot of people who don't who don't have Xbox Live. Like, honestly, I don't know if I'm going to renew my Xbox Live subscription when it comes Well, with the year. Xbox One, I mean, with an online connection needing to be every 24 hours, you might as well just have to have Xbox Live at that point. Yeah. Well, well, well you, you can always have Xbox Live Silver, which you you can pay for. Could well, yeah, but I mean, Silver's like nothing. They, they, I don't believe they said anything like this at the the presentation, and I wouldn't expect this to be the case. But could the Xbox require Xbox Live, and therefore require a fifteen dollar a month? No, it won't. Charge. I don't think it could require Xbox Live. Oh, it could require Xbox Silver or Gold, but. To honestly, if you're buying an Xbox One and you want to use that thing to its fullest potential, that it's the way it's meant to be used, you have to have gold. There is, there's no way around it. If you want to use the Xbox One to its fullest potential, the way it's meant to be used, you gotta go gold. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And that can same thing can be said about the 360. Honestly, in my opinion, like if you don't have Xbox Live Gold, what, what, like, how are you, like? I, I do know, I know. A lot of people who actually just have silver. Really? Yeah. That, that blows my also, mind. Then. They also have Cause... PS3s. They got PS3s too. Oh. And so, yeah. So all the stuff, unless you really use like the HBO Go and the exclusive apps. 
Well, it's Netflix. Don't you have to have gold to run that shit? You do, but then you just use it on the PS3 for that's free. What well, that's what I'm saying. That's what, like you mentioned they have PS3s as well. So all the things that they're missing out on gold, they could probably just jump on their PS3 and grab it. Yep. Yep. Makes sense so, to me. So, can, is there a, so actually, if you think about it, a two-year subscription to Xbox Live, that would be more expensive than a PS3 then? Would it well, be cheaper yeah. to just... You know, like you basically with subscription services, like you would all you always want to pay more, like you know, well not subscription, but subsidized, like your phone, for example. So well, like you're going to pay for the service anyway. If you're going to pay for the service anyway, then yeah, it'll, no, it'll work I, out. But well, go ahead. I, actually, no. What I'm, I guess uh, what I'm saying is that assuming there's some sort of two year agreement where you got to pay your fifteen dollars a month over the course of two years, you know, to get all these, you know, to get basically Xbox gold and have all your netflix and hbo go all stuff that you can get on your playstation 3 for free uh that's what 360 dollars, and already the playstation 3 is cheaper than that so just buy playstation 3 when you buy your xbox one and then you don't need xbox live and just use your playstation 3 yeah i mean <laughs> fine like <laughs> i mean <laughs> yeah but best buy should have a sale like you know bundle the two of them together and then there you go that works in a complicated <laughs> way. Just buy a PS4. You don't even have to worry about it. Like, just, just yeah, I was it. like, I'll just buy a PS4. <laughs> yeah, like that's the thing. But uh, I don't know. Like, I, I think the Xbox is gonna be around five hundred bucks. Um, and if they subsidize, it's gonna be four hundred bucks, maybe a little cheaper. But they would, they really need to make it so that, like, when they when you subsidize, you make it's it's cheaper than a PS3 or PS4. Sorry. That's what they need to do. Yeah. So, I don't know. We will see. I mean, E3 is next week. So, with E3 being so close, you know. So many conferences to watch. Yeah, so I, I imagine I imagine at least Sony is going to give a price. Sony has, Sony better give a price. Yeah, they've had so much time. I think uh, at, least, at least Sony's going to get a price. We're going to get a price from Sony at this point. And we'll, we'll see what happens. You think we'll see one at Microsoft? Uh, I don't know. They may be doing some recalculating on their end. <laughs> who who has their press conference first? I don't know. Usually Sony does, I believe. Yeah, usually Sony does. Do they? Yeah. Um, so we'll we'll see. I have to check the schedule. But Nintendo's not having one this year, right? They are not having a a a, a pre E three show now. Right. They're just having one big showing on the show floor. Exactly. Yeah. So they're all at Best Buy everywhere. Yeah. yeah, like they're doing stuff at Best Buys. I don't know. It's only like 120 across the country. You got to go find Wait, the one in your that's... state and play the games. Oh, really? The one here is probably in Mount Laurel. I don't know about in Texas, though. No, the ones in New Jersey are all in North Jersey. They're in North oh, Jersey. See. Yeah. Is there a Google for that? Yeah, there is. I'll Google it. Yeah, I, yeah, I, don't, I don't understand like why they picked where they picked. I think the closest one to like, you guys would be King of Prussia. Well, you guys in Mount Philadelphia. King of Prussia. Okay. Uh, that's a... That doesn't make any sense to me, but I guess it has to do with area, so... Yeah. And how people can get to it. Okay. Let's see. So I was out last a little longer than I wanted to. Um, fuck it. Let's talk about these last two things real quick. I know I said it's going to be an hour. I lied. <laughs> Big whoop. Okay. Go figure. <laughs> Go figure. Alright, so first of all, um, let's talk about the Dishwasher Vampire Smile. Uh, that's an indie game that came out at least like two years ago at this point. It was a really cool indie game 
uh, exclusive for Xbox Live. Um, however, someone thought it would be better on PC and therefore ported it to PC without the permission of the developer themselves. They uh, cracked it and put it out for PC, okay? Uh, which is something we really don't see all that often. We really don't see game people cracking games on Xbox and bringing it over to PC. I assume that the game was made in XNA, and that's why it was so easy to bring over, but let's get past the technical stuff here. What's really interesting about the story is that the pers- the pirate or the cracker is saying that uh, it's not piracy, it's justice. Basically, is what he's saying. Um, he was saying that, you know, the, the, the author or the developer uh, didn't think... It, actually, it's funny because the, tra- the guy's Russian. He, he's Russian, so whoever translated it, this forum post did it using Google Translate. And I can tell you from experience, it doesn't always go that smoothly. <laughs> so, um, he says really? it's not very nice to publish the game on PC, so... He's probably saying the developer didn't think it was worth publishing on PC, and he he says that he has to argue that the publishers were not nice to expl- the publisher exclusively for Xbox 360, making it impossible for PC gamers to play such a great game. Uh, so that sounds like a like a, a lot of enti- entitlement right there. That's what that <laughs> sounds like. But basically, he says he says yes, piracy is bad. On the other hand, we did not steal the game for the Xbox 360. We released it for the PC. Given that the developers ignored the PC platform, they shouldn't be mad about any loss of profit. After all, they wanted to, you know, if they wanted to earn money, they would have released the game on PC in the first place. That's his justification for doing this, and he's getting hounded for it. You know, people aren't the, probably the same people downloading it are like, "Oh, you're such a bad person." They're like, you know, <laughs> yeah, no, right. <laughs> downloading it. And it's funny, uh, James of uh, Scott Studios, which I met him at PAX this year. Really nice guy, uh, really, and he has a new game uh, called Charlie Murder coming out, which is really awesome. Uh, which is a, it's a beat 'em up, and he's saying that he's kind of flattered that there was such an interest in PC that somebody cracked it. Um, but he says he's just bewildered that the cracker is trying to justify the morality of it. He says that the cracker would have just emailed him; he would have explained why it's not on PC. Uh, you know. But still, he says it's it's not a justification. And in that, he's actually saying, you know, he says he would have loved to, to port it to PC. However, by the time the game came out, it was already, you know, he was already working on Charlie Murder. He was already working on the next game because it's a contract with Microsoft Studios, so things just kind of keep rolling. So uh, he was already working on Charlie Murder. He says he would love to release it on PC, but he wants to do like a director's cut. Because the thing about it, like, you know, releasing it on the Xbox versus PC, like, you have to worry about resolutions, you have to worry about textures. Even with a game like that, the, the the you know dishwasher vampire smile isn't that it's not a graphically intensive game or anything like that, but you still have to worry about um, making sure that the, the textures and everything fit the screens the way they're supposed to. Uh, so he's saying he wants to do that on the director's cut. So we probably will be seeing the game in the form on PC in some form, you know, in the future. Maybe this will push Microsoft to give him the funds to say, hey, go ahead and make the PC port so we can get money before people forget about this. Uh, I don't know if they'll go ahead and do a PC port now that's been cracked. It's been put out there. Oh, well, a director, a director's cut of the game? Well, like I mean, if there's additional content, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. 
So that's the thing. Like, you get Steam to like you know boost it a bit. It's fine. It's fine. I need you to know, get uh, speaking of Steam. Just like, don't let me interrupt real quick. I need to get off of Steam right now. I just bought like three games. <laughs> so, so get the fuck off Steam, Jared. Right I, now. I, I was like looking for games while I was talking. Uh, yeah, sorry about that, Jared. <laughs> what the fuck? Are you serious? Yeah. Will I you actually Batman. play those three games? I bought Batman: Arkham Asylum. Oh, bought Batman: Arkham City. I bought Mirror's Edge, and I'm, I'm looking for. Um, well, good job, Mark Mirror's Ninja Edge. Right now. Will you actually go back and play Arkham City? Well, yes, yeah, the Game of the Year edition, and since my PC, I remember I said earlier, like I really didn't. Like to play games that require a controller on my PC. After Grid and Runner Me, I'm hooked now. <laughs> I'm hooked. So I tap in that vein. Like, give me those graphics, baby. Oh my god. But go ahead, continue with your point. Well, I, I, I was just gonna say, um, I know that the the reason the reason that the uh, Vampire Smile got published was uh, it won the Dream Build Play back in 2007. And no, I'm sorry. Actually, there was the original dream- dishwasher. I'm sorry, the original dishwasher won uh, Dream Build Playback in 2007. And that's what got them their contract with, uh, with Microsoft and Xbox, uh, the Xbox Live Arcade. Um, so I'm wondering, if is there anything in that contract that maybe says, like, you have to wait so long before you can put out a PC game? Or, like, it, it, it would discourage them otherwise from working on a PC game. And it could even be just the fact that maybe they have to put out three games or however many games in a very rapid succession. And it's just a fa- simple matter of they're not able to put out a PC game. And I, I-, I wonder no, go ahead. Finish. Sorry. Well, I was just going to say, I wonder if there's anything in there that might that, – that kind of – it's maybe something they're not really allowed to talk about or they don't want to talk about, so they're not bringing it up. But I just wonder if they've contractually they're, – they're discouraged from doing that. Anyway. I don't think they're contractually discouraged from making PC ports outside of the fact that maybe they have to make so many games in a, in a time frame. Now, I don't know what it would be like to port a 360 game to PC, how much time that takes or anything like that. But if they're on a really tight schedule, I can see where that would kind of have to force them into it. But considering that Microsoft also has a really hard like PC following as well, I don't know why they would discourage a PC port of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's if it's XNA, which I'm, I think it is, then it shouldn't be as difficult to port it to PC. But it's Microsoft Studios. I mean, like if they can make money off of the game, make money off of the game. Yeah, you know, you know, like they like it's the effects of Steam putting a game on Steam, especially a good game, are undeniable. So you know, I don't think anybody's gonna say I don't think it's gonna cost them that much money to the point where you know it wouldn't be repl- you know compensated when the game actually came out on Steam. So I you know I I don't think they're that daft over at Microsoft Studios. I think they're they're okay. Yeah, you know. So, uh, well, go ahead, Nick. I just want to say one last thing. Um, I believe it, it was in uh, on Polygon that uh, they mentioned that the was it James from Ska yeah. talked about how uh, he he called the making a director's cut. He referred to that as George Lucasing. Oh, George <laughs> Lucasing the game. Oh wow, that's funny. Actually, who was making fun of something like that? Uh, I think it was uh, Fox Taku or uh, Peter Maladu. Peter Molodu. Yeah. He was saying, he's like, what do you say? Oh, they're going to have a Curiosity HD to have to find a god for goddess HD, which is going to come out in a year. That's pretty funny. Yeah, so I I thought that was pretty good. So, 
Okay. Uh, now here, last topic, and actually maybe won't even last that long, so we won't be that far over an hour. Uh, typically, we don't talk about Kickstarter games on the podcast, but I found a, I found a Kickstarter uh, by the technical designer of Spider-Man 2. He's the guy who came up with the mechanic for web-slinging from building the building. Oh, so he made the good. He made the best part of the game. He made the best part of the game. Yeah. Uh, in since then, even like the new Spider-Man, you're swinging on the clouds again, and it kind of looks stupid. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's why I haven't. I I played the first. I played the new Spider-Man. I bought it for like five bucks on Steam sale. And I played it for about five minutes. So I got a dollar a minute out of it. Um, what was which one was that one? The new one, the Amazing Spider-Man. It wasn't that good. It wasn't good. It's not as good as Remember Me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. All right. But um, basically, he is working on a new game called Energy Hook. And it combines a couple of things. Like, it, like when you look at the, 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 the gameplay video, it, the, the swinging of Spider-Man 2 is in there between the buildings. Like, basically, you're in a, in a future where, you know... Now there's floating cities and shit like that, but primarily because the ice caps melted, so that's bad. So, like, cities are flooded. Um, oh, shit, Bioshock. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Bioshock but, um, did it. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the cities are flooded, but now they use them for extreme sports, and that's what this game is going to be, like a futuristic extreme sport, where one of the things you could do is swing from one build, one build to another, but you also have a jet pack to help you get around as well. So Spider-Man playing tribes, okay. Almost, yeah. But basically, he wants to turn it and like he wants to be. It wants to be like Tony Hawk meets Tribes meets Spider-Man too. And it sounds pretty cool. Sounds tricky. Yeah, because they're gonna put tricks in it. Basically, that's what he wants to. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, a good one, Mikey. Yeah. But um, bum. Yeah, but like it's it looks pretty cool. Like, and the funny thing is, like, his Kickstarter goal was one dollar because he says that he he was gonna make this game either way. But if he can get more money to help him out, that will be very helpful. Mm-hmm. So you know he's gonna get whatever cash he he has. Uh, so one dollar and everything else is stretch goal. The first ten thousand uh, dollars to was to support leaderboards, trophies, and gear customization. The twenty thousand dollar mark was to support Linux, which I would think that'd be a higher goal. Like that'd be like a, a higher stretch goal, but whatever. So Linux support and zipping. Uh, the thirty thousand dollar goal is to is for original music and uh, audio by Brian Zetti. Looks like uh, the forty thousand dollar stretch goal is for first person mode, which I that's not something I would really <laughs> mirrors edge web slinging yeah. tribes that, yeah that's, that's something, motion sickness that's yeah and just confusion like i really don't see that because people have people have a hard enough time skiing in tribes <laughs> okay uh so what else we got um also an additional level but the fifty five thousand dollar goal is for like mid-air tricks and animation makeover and i'm guessing that's because he has to outsource that a seventy thousand dollar rail sliding and grinding the ninety thousand dollars is ragdoll, ragdoll bales. Um, the hundred and ten thousand dollars ziplining, zipline sliding, and additional levels. And the the hundred thirty thousand dollar makeover is uh, well, 100, the hundred thirty thousand dollar goal is art makeover. I would actually rearrange some of that stuff. 
I put like the uh, the tricks, like the midair tricks, at like forty thousand. Be honest with you, because like that's something that's gonna be really cool and push the game even further. Mm-hmm. You know, right now it's kind of a stretch because he only has like thirty six thousand dollars, thirty six thousand two hundred fifty seven, and without like being able to do midair tricks and stuff like that. I can kind of see the game. Like it, it would add a lot to the game if you could do midair tricks that got your points and shit like that. That's very Tony Hawk ish, you know. That'd be really, really cool. Uh, I would, I would just rearrange some of that stuff. First person mode should be like way up there. That's like I don't think anybody's really requesting a third, a first person mode. Um, a call, a callus rift support. I mean, even though the callus rift is cool and everything, how many people are actually gonna buy them when they come out? You know, people who want that guillotine simulator—that's who. <laughs> you know, uh, like people like me, I'll buy one just to have one and check it out, and I'll probably use it once, lose the charger, and then that's it. You're so terrible about buying shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you so. just bought three Steam games, <laughs> <laughs> just cause. Yeah, yeah. That's, you should just go me. buy Just Cause Two just now, just cause. I already <laughs> own it. I, th- I think I own it. I think I got it free somehow. I got a lot of free shit. So, but anyway, but yeah, like this game was cool. Like usually we don't talk about this stuff, but I thought it would, it would be worth it because it the video looks cool. I can see a lot of potential here, and uh, I think I'm, I think I'm gonna support it. Did you hear about that Shadow of the Eternals? They're taking it down and they're gonna re-kickstart it. Yeah, yeah, I know. I saw that. Like you failed once, man. She said we, no, bro. Yeah, no means no. Well, are they gonna like re-kickstart it with a lower goal because? I think that's one of the sort of sneaky, impressive things about this is that the original goal was just one dollar. So, I mean, fundamentally, like if he chips in that first dollar, every you know he's getting the rest of the money on top of that. And then, I mean, how many Kickstarters do we see where you know they get like ninety, ninety-five percent of the money that they're looking for, and then they don't quite make it, and then they lose all of it. They don't, actually, you know, because you know you don't get the money that you you put in unless you you know you make your goal you know if you don't hit that then the money goes back to the backers and you're you're you you lost it yeah. and so it almost seems there's sort of like a movement with kickstarter to kind of cheat the system and be like look we're just going to set an arbitrarily lo- you know we're just going to set it so low that we know we'll get that and then whatever we hit over that maybe it's not what we really need but it's still you know it's still icing on the cake and it'll be great because uh, uh, what Penny Arcade with their DLC podcast did the same thing. They set the the, the goal at ten dollars, and all you know, and and all, and all they need there is just to you know just put a microphone in the in their the studio when they're doing their their strips, and that's the podcast. So, and they even said, I mean, really, it was more about the stretch goals, which I guess is the same thing here. Is that now at, at this point, it's it's not it's like we're gonna do this, and then it, it becomes you know how much money can I raise determines how awesome the product becomes. But still, it's it, it, it seems like I, I, it seems like in a way it's violating sort of the intent of Kickstarter. And I guess I mean I guess if, if like he said he was going to do this anyway, like Penny Arcade, it's really not that hard for them to do that anyway. So the I mean it makes sense that they have a you know they have a low barrier entry because fundamentally all they need is some you know all he needs is somebody to give him a dollar and he's going to put this game out. So it's 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 kind of honest, but at the same time, it, it, something doesn't quite feel right there. Eh. <laughs> I mean, it kind of. I mean, the whole point of Kickstarter is to get funded throughout. I mean, if he doesn't really need the money to make it, that's true. But he needs the money to make it better. I guess is what 
the whole point of it is. Yeah, that's what he's saying. Like he's gonna he was gonna make this indie game anyway, but he can make it better. And you know, I like those 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 stretch goals. But I mean, like I said, I think this should be reprioritized personally. Is it possible though? I mean, that he he didn't prioritize. I guess maybe he prioritized them in all honesty, sort of in order of easiness to do. That I mean, he actually looked at it financially, and I guess midair tricks probably you know arm way more time investing. Yeah, but you know than what? Oculus Rift support. Midair tricks. See, I thought there'd be midair tricks already in the game. The way that we were talking about what kind of game it was, I was like, shouldn't that be like already in there, bud? Just saying. Yeah. No, but I mean, then again, this is a, this is like an indie game, so you don't want to yeah. say you owe us. No, he, he doesn't owe us anything. <laughs> it's about somebody not owing anybody. He That's doesn't true. owe us anything. So That's true. He can put whatever the fuck he wants in the game, but I mean, I don't have to buy it. <laughs> just, just wait for the Russian crack. <laughs> he yeah. put it on Xbox. I cracked it and put it on Xbox. No, I'm kidding. You can't do that shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, I would. I'll put the link for that into the show notes. But that was just something I thought was interesting. Uh, but let's see what we got coming out next week. Well, this week we got Gunpoint on the third, which uh, I really don't want to explain it to anybody. This is the second week in a row I brought it up, but I was like, ah, I don't have time to explain it to you because it's actually kind of complex. Actually, the only video I found for it is just the guy explaining the game. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Uh, remember me, obviously. Class of Heroes two. Uh, what else came out? Um, Penny oh, Arcade. Fr- uh, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say Penny Arcade Rain Select Four comes out on Friday. Yeah, Limbo Four. Uh, Limbo Four. Um, Limbo Four. The Vita came out as well. Oh yeah. Um, Skyrim Legendary I have it, Edition. I haven't played that on enough systems. Apparently, State of Decay came out to, on the, on today, which is Wednesday. Oh and yeah, isn't that like the the console version of Days or whatever? Yeah, basically, Daisy. You mean Daisy? Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, let's see. Oh, Jagged Alliance Online, a free-to-play turn-based shooter based on the Jagged Alliance series. What? I might have to look into that. That sounds weird. Yeah. Let me look it up on Steam since I have it open. Oh, mm. shit. Here we go. And five games were just bought. <laughs> well, it's free. It's free to play. I know. But then he'll see something else in the recommended field, and then he'll click on that. <laughs> yeah, you know. Let's see. Jagged Alliance Online, free to play. I don't know. Oh, let's see. Yoshi for the Wii U comes out? What? Just Yoshi? Yeah, is that like a like a remake or something? Like Yoshi's Island, Yoshi Story, just Yoshi, is that all it says? No, it's a puzzle game, apparently. Play as Mario or Luigi to help for Yoshi in this puzzle game. Dude, you remember Yoshi's cookies? Yeah, I do. That was the shit. That was the shit. (laughs) Oh yeah, this is like a Game Boy like remake. Yeah, that's why. Okay. I never played it, so. Yeah, yeah, Jagged Alliance, PvP. Like, yeah, so that's what that is. Everybody's human. Huh, that's interesting. I'll check that out. Let you guys know how it goes. I don't think I'll be writing and reviewing it, because, you know, things are kind of busy. So, but, uh, yeah. 
That's looks like we got E three next week, so I didn't I wasn't expecting any big releases next week anyway. Uh Last of Us on next week Friday after E three. That's yeah, about it. That, yes, yeah, that's awkward, man. A release like that on a Friday. I don't mind. It means I'll actually get to play it when I get home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, we'll see how, how those go. Uh but other than that, that's gonna end our show. As always, thank you for listening. Uh, you can catch us on SoundCloud, which is soundcloud.com slash mash those buttons. We're also on iTunes and Stitcher Smart Radio for your iOS and Android devices. Uh, we're on twitter.com slash MTB site. Uh, we are on facebook.com slash mash those buttons. And we are also on youtube.com slash mash those buttons. So you can catch us in all those places. And like I said, thank you for, for listening. And we will catch you guys next week. Have a great weekend, everybody. See y'all around E3 time.